Now, Local Music Live is thrilled to bring in local artists, producers, every week for feature chats. And tonight, we have a local hip-hop artist that's just released a brand new EP and is up and coming within both the KW, Waterloo Region, the Ontario music scenes. Fresh off the release of Party Favors, a collaboration with another local hip-hop artist named Max Sauce, we have... Big Swish. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for bringing me on the radio station. And what's up, y'all? How you doing? Doing really well. Thanks for being here. And also, we have Sosa from Life of Dreamers. Hi, Shout Sosa. Life of Dreamers. What's up, everybody? Man, it's Sosa, Life of Dreamers. We're here for Big Swish. So support to our local artists. Big facts. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you both for being here on Local Music Live. And uh, we're so happy to have you. And congrats on the release of Party Favors. Thank you so much. Almost had uh, 400,000 streams on Spotify. And uh, now we're just trying to like you know keep grinding and elevating uh, the project and promotion and everything you know so amazing that's yes, great 400,000 that's incredible yeah. congrats yes, on that yeah thank you awesome well we're going to talk a little bit about your musical journey but yes. before we do that uh so so let's chat a little bit uh about life of dreamers because you've been uh, supporting a lot of different artists around the region you provide a lot of yeah. services uh some production lots of stuff for our local artists artists so give us a, a picture of what life of dreamers does here in uh, the KW music scene. Um, I, I wish I had 23 dreams here in Malik to help me, but <laughs> they're not here. Um, shout out to uh, Conejo in Toronto as well. He's our uh, Life of Dreamers Toronto chapter over there with uh, my other friend, uh, Ozzy Cooks. He's our producer. Um, so technically what we do is we help out local uh, artists uh, get everything done in a one-stop shop. So. You want your photography done, videography done. You want your production done through studio, like recording, mix and mastering. Uh, if, even if you want like promotion, uh, an event hosted. We also have our own artists. We're aiming to do a record label pretty soon. Uh, we're about to open up uh, our very own studios June 1st. Uh, thanks to a lot of local uh, help uh, from the KW area. And, um, yeah, we just a one-stop shop, so you don't got to worry everybody. And we work with people with, that are uh, don't have a lot of money, you know. We try to help everybody, give them some shine. We even If we got to do it for free, we'll even do it for free sometimes, right? But, um, yeah, we're welcome to everybody. Uh, we're really big right now. We do a lot of shows. We uh, go to every show we can locally uh, just to show support to our local artists. I'm here with Big Swish because... Uh, I really see a lot of potential in uh, the future coming. Uh, he really needs to uh, step up right now, and I think our help could help him step up to that level because there's a lot of artists coming right now, and I'm not looking at everything as competition, but uh, in this game, it's good to have some kind of friendly sport, right? Absolutely, of collaboration yes, for sure. And with yeah. 400,000 listens yeah. on Spotify, Let's I mean, go. you are ter- truly stepping up with that. No, I've... I've been stepping up over the past few years and, uh, you know, I'm pretty blessed about it and, man, I'm just ready to turn up even more. Let's talk a little yeah. bit about your musical journey because yeah. we were chatting off air and your musical journey actually starts pretty close to yeah. where we are recording now. So exactly. you're originally from uh, Kitchener. Yeah, Kitchener, you know, so like, you know, I was actually born in Kitchener and um, I started doing music, well... I always like music from like the from the jump and I like look up to fifty cents, you know, Tupac and everyone and uh my mom actually like wrote like my first like rap for me like when I was in grade one and uh 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, I always, like, wanted to do music and everything. And it was, this was probably back in high school, um, like, grade, like, 9, grade 10. Like, my mom bought me my first mic or whatever. Then, uh, you know, then I started doing, like, music, like, here and there. Just, like, not, not really putting it out, but just, like, uh, you know, just recording and seeing, like, where, what happens and everything. And I'd bring, like, friends over and, like, we'd be rapping in my basement and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, like, Bubbles. Like, I don't, I don't know if you remember Bubbles from back in the day and all, all those other KW rappers. But, yeah, most of them, like, started, like, in my basement. You know what I mean? So That's awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, rap and, and hip-hop is such a collaborative scene. So it's, yeah. like, it's such a, it's so nice to have, you know. Uh, Life of Dreamers here, yeah. and then also uh, nice to be chatting about some of the uh, some of the collaboration that's happened here. Because I mean, yeah. Kitchener and Kitchener Waterloo has does have such a strong history of yeah. rap music and hip hop music for sure. And uh, so, tell me a little bit. You said you look up to uh, Fifty Cent. Yeah, you Fifty some, Cent. Yeah. Uh, what was it about uh, that type of music that uh, uh, that really inspired you? Man, the the the, the flashy cars, the flashy jewelry, and the Badass girls, you know what I mean, and <laughs> <laughs> that's appealing to me. Yeah, absolutely. So you uh, and and you, some other artists that were inspiring to you at Fifty Cent. You said yeah. there was uh, some other ones, I like as well? like Tupac. Like yeah. I was like you know when I was young and stuff. So that's great. Yeah, great. Yes, and do you, do you try to channel that like that sort of? I know those um, themes. Those themes are, well, are obviously different now. Well, it's obviously like a different time period now. But like I tried to like maybe incorporate it a bit, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Awesome. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, uh, do you remember the first lyrics that you wrote? You said your mom got you the microphone. Um, what was the first song that uh, Big Swish uh, penned? Okay, well, uh, <laughs> well, my, re my real name is Darnell, by the way. So Darnell Ward, everyone, I don't know, a lot of people know, know who I am. But uh, my first lyrics was like, Hello, my no. My name is Darnell. I like to do drums. I'm so much fun. I don't need no drugs. Something <laughs> yeah, like that. My, my mom, my mom wrote that for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great one. So, well, it's so yeah. it's so nice to have like I I, I started out writing yeah. music when I was pretty young as well. Yeah. I, I remember my parents had in the kitchen we had like a little tape recorder, uh, yeah. you know, cassette, and they'd buy like blank cassettes. You oh, pop really? it in there. Nice. And you hit the record button, and I think I had like you know I had little like pots and pans I'd play oh, drums on with and. <laughs> Then, you know, just just yeah. saying whatever whatever uh, lyrics sort of come to mind. Oh damn me! Yeah. It's so nice to have like a family that's so supportive. Of that exactly. Uh, is that still the case for you? Is your family still like you know pushing your music? 100%? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's really supportive, especially like uh, the past like, couple years. Uh, you know, like they're they just want the best for me and everything. And yes, sir. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Talk about your your musical vision. Why is it important for you to make music? Man, because I feel like I could, like, you know, really make an impact for, like, the city and, like, not even just the city, like, like, on, like for Canada and everything. And it's been a long journey, and I just feel like that now it's time, man. It's time to make, make that impact, yo, for real. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I mean, you are making the impact. I mean, with yeah. so many Spotify listeners, yes, so sir. many people who are tuning in, you had a great show a great recently show. At, yeah. uh, at Maxwell's. Oh, yeah. Tell uh, me a little bit about what's, that. What's it, no, not Maxwell. Fuck, what's it called again? Yeah, oh, Dive Bar. Dive Bar. Sorry about dive that. Bar yeah. Another fantastic. Yeah. Another fantastic oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, venue. Yeah. And it was not with not at Maxwell's, but it was with yeah. Max Sauce. Max Sauce. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tall <laughs> Twister. Yeah, exactly. Not, not, it was a really good show. Um, it was for his album release party. And, 
no, like all, all, like the whole lineup, like the I know like all the artists Slayer and everything, and it was a dope, dope experience, and you know a big step for uh, Max Sauce and everything, and you know, uh, twenty three was uh, the DJ and he did his thing on the keys, and it was a good performance. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, also, NLMG, there was um, yeah, and, uh, yeah what's his name? NLMG, uh, Elemental. Elemental. And, uh, Blazero. Yeah, Blazero, yeah. Sweet. What a great lineup. Yeah, yeah, Fat Pat hosted it. It was pretty cool. It was his birthday. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And Manatee. Can't forget Manatee. Manatee. <laughs> He's on his thing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, so, so let's talk a little bit about Big Swish's music. What was it that attracted you uh, to Big Swish as, you know, sonically, like in terms of the music itself? Personally, was, I'm not going to lie, it was just his image. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Like, when he's on when he's on camera, it's like you don't really care what's in the background. You don't really care what's around him. What he's, you know, it's just his facial expressions, his hypeness, his his charisma about it. You know, it's just him. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just, and then his lyrics, like, are, are, are I'm not gonna lie, and, and I'm not. Don't take this in disrespect. They're all over the place, but it makes him unique. Yeah. Hey, okay. A lot of people don't don't come real like that. Some people just write something or go on chat jpt yeah i'm calling those people out yeah they go on ai's i could yeah. join you with that calling that For out real. they go on ai's and they they go and get these fake <laughs> raps to put out on their own but this guy is putting out his own lyrics he's writing it his own yeah i think that's that sort of taps into what i was listening to when i was checking oh, yeah. out party favors oh, yeah, it's like there's favors. an authenticity uh, oh, yeah. to that and mm-hmm. i think that's kind of what you're what you're saying with, with the image and with the yeah. lyrics like it all seems like it's coming from a place of like pretty yeah. sincere authenticity oh yeah like where do you, where does your, your <laughs> lyrical sort of inspiration come um, from where do you take your uh, your ideas from well party favors like uh you know like it's legit i'm not like capping about my lyrics like I do like live like a party lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not gonna like so like yeah, that's that's my like um that's where it came from, like the lyrics and everything and um Tell me more. As someone who yeah. does not live a party lifestyle, so, I'm uh, working nine to five <laughs> and uh, tell me about that party lifestyle. What does that man, look like for you? Man, just like, you know, um partying like not, not like every day, but like partying like a lot, like during the week and you know in between, obviously, like you go to go to studio, you know, photo shoots, ch- you know, chill with girls and stuff, and you know, what I mean, um, yeah, just like that kind of like party lifestyle. But uh, you know, I keep it really professionally at the same time. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, like my yeah, favorite. Like there's a bit of a. a um there's an interesting line there when it comes yeah. to that idea of like you know because a lot of yeah. uh, a, a lot of um, your lyrics and a lot of the lyrics that you, from some of the yeah. artists you mentioned being inspired by yeah um, they are a lot of sort of like party lifestyle lyrics yeah and then but it's also so important to keep that professional right of how course. do you sort of straddle the line between like you know partying putting out like living the lifestyle yeah. putting that out on social media but then mm. also you know i mean it takes a lot of work a lot of effort to be a professional musician so how do you yeah. sort of straddle that line um i don't know like um like let's say i don't know for like my socials i keep it like really like professional like no matter what it's like i don't care like if it's like a beautiful girl or model like approaches me online like being all unprofessional like like i'll always uh be professional no matter what but um i don't know i'm really i'm pretty mature so like i do uh show professionalism like when i you know when i do my thing and stuff so 
yeah yeah absolutely yeah. i mean it's like i found that with the band that we we play in like i mean there's certain um it's hard to sort of yeah. pre you're presenting an image right on social media you're yeah. presenting an, an image of the lifestyle that you lead mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes you want to sort of put forward an image that is going to be the most attractive but then yeah. also it's like you know you're also appealing to to fans and you want to make sure that for yeah. if your fans it's going to be a very att attractive and appealing image but yeah. for you know labels or for you know venues yeah. it's got to be like they're looking for someone who's going to bring in revenue for them exactly. bring in for money real. for them and sell exactly. tickets right so yeah. it's a bit of an interesting dichotomy i don't know so if you can speak to that you know working on the more production side yeah I'm gonna be honest. It's all about like, image. Every month I'm on the road, at least I'm barely home. Really? I barely get sleep. I'm always at different shows. I'm always at different studios. I'm always at different productions. And honestly, it's, it gets tiring. But from the production side of it, the number one problem with these venues nowadays is they expect you to sell out every single seat. But it's yeah. hard, man. We're, we're in a, right after the pandemic that happened in COVID, a lot of musicians took hiatus. They even quit, or a lot of people came to the music world and expecting to sell out shows when it's not what it is. Yeah. As long as you have a strong fan base out there and they're following you and at least you have 10, 20 people show up, that should be good enough. Yeah. Those, 10 or 10, those 10 or 20 people will network out your music for you, right? But as the side of seeing shows sold out is is beautiful you know it's the grind and you oh, mentioned yeah. this big swish can yeah. i call you darnell yeah. man whatever whatever you want to call Sounds me for today man awesome uh, well you mentioned this earlier yeah. uh about the grind right yeah the grind you and know? i mean the grind yeah. is what makes it worthwhile i mean exactly. having those shows where there's 10 20 people who show up and then when that grows and you sell out you know sell out a venue and you're like wow this yeah i, I can see tangibly how much we've grown exactly how much that, tell me a little bit about your grind how have you um, sort of been grinding and how yeah. have you been putting in the work with that uh well like i don't know like the, the tony yale shows like what is like when i realize uh you know the grind is like paying off and everything because uh I don't know, like, uh, I perform in London, so, uh, you know, lots of different, like, fan base and uh, different, like, crowd and everything, and me and Mang Sauce uh, uh, did party favorites and stuff, with the, and, man, the, the crowd is going really crazy, like, we th we're throwing, like, merch in the crowd, people's, like, take, like, they took, they take, they, they didn't, like, you know, leave on the floor or anything, they took it, you know what I mean, and, <laughs> I don't know, that means, that means a lot to me, because, like, you know what I mean, but, like, it was, it was a sold-out show and everything, and that's when I realized, like, the grind is paying off, yeah. and, uh, you know, over, over the past few years, and, yeah. That's great. If it's anything I could say, uh, to back these guys up, Big Swish and Max Sauce, they put a lot of money into their productions. Yeah, and Yasma. you can hear that with the productions. They oh, yeah, are yeah, incredible, yeah. Uh, incredibly produced songs. Yeah, they put a lot of money behind also their uh, their promotion, too. You can yeah. see that yeah. as well. A lot of these artists just pick up their phone and think they could do it for free. You got to spend some money if you want to be an artist. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's yeah. we talk about the production of the mm -hmm. songs. Let's get into yeah. the production of one of your first songs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to chat a little bit about Dime Piece. Okay. Which is the first song that you put out on Spotify, released back oh, yeah? in 2021. All right. Uh, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Okay. Original Big Swish. Tell me about that track. How did that come together? Oh okay. uh, yeah, my name. My I I recently changed my names to to Big Swish, so it was uh, D Swish before that. But, yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah. I saw yeah, that. but uh, Dime Piece. I like barely remember anything about that song. 
<laughs> but like I remember I wanted to like wanted to be like a club banger, like like a club like type of vibe, you know what I mean? And um I think like my inspiration was like T Pain or something at that time and I tried to make it like you know, like a like yeah. early two thousands with a like new school kind of vibe and yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring up mm-hmm. that link with T Pain is because yeah. listeners will hear when they check out uh, the, your music that yeah. you have this a similar sort of um, yeah. heavy auto tune sound in your voice. Yeah. What was the decision making about that? Did you uh, was that something that you knew you wanted to apply intentionally going in? Yeah. Or was that yeah. something that sort I, of I need, I need from the drum that like. Got to be auto tuned for sure, and yeah. <laughs> well, give me the rationale because I'm so. It, I find yeah. that to be so interesting that, oh, yeah. that type of uh, decision making when you have, you know, you want to sort mm-hmm. of modulate your voice. Oh yeah, because your voice is uh, it's your signature, right? Yeah. Well, it all depends on like the melodies that you go with and everything, and uh, I don't know. Like, I just like know like in my head like which song has to be like auto tune, which song doesn't need like too much auto tune, and well, I leave that for twenty three mostly, but. Uh, <laughs> to deal with but yeah now but yeah <laughs> yeah and how yeah. uh so for dime piece who did that original the, the production and beats on that one um i think it was i'm not even sure i think it was a uh, big stone for the uh, for the for the beats and I forgot to mix it. It was like some guy from like the states or whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And some random. It was some random guy online. Yeah. I'm super curious as to when yeah. it comes to this type of production and beat making and things yeah. like that. How involved are are you as like mm. the, the vocal performer and and the yeah. writer? How involved are you in the production of the of the actual sort of the arrangement, like the musical arrangement of it? Oh, like like the beat and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like um, well. Fix Stone is like one of my like main like main producers and like uh he like I'm always like beside him when he's like making beats so uh yeah um so yeah like he like shows me the stems or like listen that and uh uh world premiere too like he he's a really good producer around here and yeah like uh they're my main producers and I don't know like I just like I'm not really picky about my beat. Well, I am picky about my beats, but like, it just has to like flow with my lyrics and everything. That's yeah. all I really care about. So it's got to fit together. It just fit together. It's blend. Yeah, it just gotta blend. <laughs> blend it nice. That's great. Well, let's listen <laughs> yeah. to uh, "Dime Piece." This yes, is the sir. first song you released, and yeah. then after that, I want you to pick a song. So you can right. maybe choose the song now. What do you think is a great song? Uh, that serves as an entry point into the big Swish catalog. What's one yeah. that you'd recommend to someone who has never heard any of your music before? Uh, prof- profits. Okay. Yeah, that's on Spotify too. Amazing. So let's yeah. hear Dime Piece, the first one that you yes, have sir. recorded. Yes, and sir. then after that, let's hear Profits from Big Swish here on Local Music Live, let's midtownradio.ca. Hey, yes, sir. Drop it low in the club, hey, popped up booty, it's a must. Shirt skirts, big thighs, them curve, nice eyes. Eyes so sweet, I'm a lick. Growing bits, no tips. She for the team and the click. Getting freaky for the cash, it's lit. My life be a party, my neighbors hate when I party. No regrets, no sorry. DJ play my song, I'ma pop some molly Every day and night, you know I gotta keep a hype Ooh, bad bitches got no type End of the day, I'm just trying to pipe The booty got me on lock, smash If she fights, I'ma just pass Better in her, I'ma double dash I'm a nigga with a last 
I'm sharper than lines I got some Henny and Moscato My life be a party My life be a party No regrets, no sorry Yeah. <laughs>